Hello, this is Leslie with the Why Not Today podcast. And I started this podcast, gosh, beginning in March, actually on March 5th, which was my dad's birthday, in honor of him and always saying, why not today? So this podcast is me talking to people about brave things they've done and courageous things they've done to say, basically, why not today? And today I'm super excited to have my guest, Sarah White, who I met through, ironically, I think my first virtual event that I had in the beginning or at some point in 2020, but it was one of those weird, we were meant to be friends and meant to connect because, you know, you get those friend Facebook requests that says you should be friends with this person and it listed Sarah. And I'm like, okay, I don't know who this person is, but then I went on this virtual networking event and she, lo and behold, she was there that night. So I'm like, okay, we were destined to meet. And then it turned out my sister called one day. She's like, have you heard of this girl named Sarah White? So you're destined to be in my life, Miss Sarah White. So I'm excited to have you on and you've done some really cool things. So um, why don't you introduce yourself, kind of tell a little bit about you and what you do, and then we'll kind of get into um, your brave, courageous things you've done and, and then share maybe some fun fact that people would never know. Awesome. So thanks so much for having me today, Leslie. And I got to say, it's absolutely my privilege uh, to have made friends with you. So it's been a fantastic couple of years getting to know each other and being in each other's lives. I am just very involved in Northern Virginia. That's how I met your sister. I believe in one of the chambers and, and just being around in different groups to do different things. I am naturally a people person. I run restaurants. I work for Lost Dog Cafe. Uh, the ones in McLean, South Arlington and Den Loring are my babies. And I also have had the privilege of being in the Central Fairfax Chamber, one of the ambassadors. I got to um, join the board of Visit Fairfax last year. Definitely privileged to be with them. And there's just all kinds of ways to get involved here in Northern Virginia. And I love all of them because I am the golden retriever of people. If there are people out there that I don't know, I'm, I'm looking for you. I can't wait to meet everybody on the planet. Though my husband says it's not possible. I'm not sure that he's always right so working on that but uh thank you so much for having me here today I look forward to talking with you yeah I'm excited to hear your story so tell us one fun fact about Sarah all right so um I don't know how interesting it is to everybody but I'm an insane hockey fan like that's okay. my passion I grew up watching Columbus when they were Columbus chill and the Pens were my closest pro team and now I just don't watch the game when Columbus Blue Jackets now a pro team play Pittsburgh, my home team, but I really enjoy living in an area where we have the caps right across the river and getting to cheer with all of my friends here locally. You guys have a lot of hockey fans here and that's just amazing. You were you, uh, were you in the area when they won the Stanley cup? I was okay. absolutely that was definitely right along with everybody else. Super yeah. excited. Very exciting time. So one fun fact I love about you that kind of connects us is your email address, which is OBX Sarah. And um, that you went to the Outer Banks on vacation or something and stayed? So I, when I was 19, it was the only thing I knew. We'd grown up vacationing there. And so when I decided to move away from home, that's where I moved to, to the beach. I lived there for three years at that point and then moved away. And several years later, my family decided we were going to go back, you know, nostalgia, have a trip to the beach. I was living in Newburgh, North Carolina at the time. I went, I was working for Outback at the time. And we went out to dinner there and they said, hey, you work for Outback. Have you considered moving over here? And I said, actually, I would love that. Went back home, grabbed my stuff and, and stayed on the beach for several more years where I met my husband. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love the Outer Banks connection because like you, we went as kids and then went during college during spring break. 
and I was actually talking to a friend about this the other day, went for spring break, met somebody who's become a great friend, still friends with him and his family and was walking with his cousin. And we were talking about spring break. I'm like, you know what, if I'd gone to spring break at Outer Banks those many years ago, I would never even know so many people. So it's kind of fun to see how those connection works. So what does courage mean to you? So to me, courage is just the ability to do something even though you're terrified of it. So we all have those things that we wanna do or we need to do in our life that you're you're terrified. Maybe it's just walking into a room of people that you don't know. So, you know, maybe it's speaking in front of a group of people for the first time, but you know, we all have similar fears in that and encourages the ability to get past that and just go do it anyway. Right, yeah, exactly, I totally agree. So one of the things that impressed the heck out of me is you're fairly young and you got big aspirations, girl. And so share, um, and you probably have other why not today or courageous things in your life, but the one I want you to share is about your political aspirations. And let's talk about that. Absolutely. So I've known since I was about two or three years old that I was very interested in politics because I was born in a single wide trailer, but it was white and our last name is white. And so we called it the White House. <laughs> and so I heard them talking on TV one day about my house. They kept talking about the White House and um, I went to my mom and said, are they talking about us? You know, why are they talking about our house? And she explained to me, you know, in, in the best terms that she could for a three-year-old, that it wasn't our house they were talking about. There's actually this really big white house in Washington, D.C. And um, so my first question as a three-year-old was, well, do I get to live in that one? <laughs> and, you know, my mom laughed and said, you never know, maybe you will one day. And, and so that just kind of kicked off my life of, of loving politics and being involved. And as you learn through civics and such in school, I was always very intrigued. I got involved locally in working in elections first, you know, being an election officer in my hometown and later in North Carolina, and just always stayed involved. And sometimes with political parties, sometimes not, but something to do with who was going to be elected and always knowing my friend, you know, I was the call you made when you were like, I've got to go vote tomorrow and I didn't do my homework. Can I cheat off of yours? Yeah. Absolutely. I've got you. And I, I never took a side. It was funny. I was, they would call me because I was the well-rounded one. I would be like, okay, you're going to like these facts about this person. You're going to like these facts about this person. You're not going to like these and these. So I would always let people make their own decisions. And everybody always said, are you going to run someday? And, and I had a lot of encouragement in that over the years. And I said, no, I want to be a speechwriter. I went to college poli-sci classes and communications classes, I wanted to be a speechwriter, the person behind the person. I didn't want to be in front of everybody and I was very intimidated by it, but always fascinated. Um, you know, and it's, it's that where that courage comes in again. Am I going to be brave enough to stand up in front of everybody and give that speech? Am I going to be brave enough to say how I actually feel about something, knowing that I'm in a room of people that are not going to like what I have to say? And, you know, most of my life, the answer was nope. Absolutely not. I'm not going to be that person. I just, I don't think I could do it. I'm happy where I'm at until I saw how politics has gone the last few years and people just being ugly to each other and, and not everybody. There are a lot of really great people in both parties, but there are some people that make it really ugly. And I thought, you know, I could stand up and do something about that. I could be an example of how this is supposed to go. So I threw my hat in the ring and ran for state delegate last year. I will be running again next year. I had a great experience. And I have to say, I, I got to do all the things I wanted to do. My opponent and I were not ugly to each other. We had great conversation and we both care a lot about taking care of our people. We just have different ideas on how to do it. And I look forward to further exploring those ideas in the next election. But I got to say, I was terrified, but it is exhilarating. 
Yeah. And you had the courage to do it. Yeah, and absolutely. I applaud you for that. <laughs> it took a lot of support. It takes a lot of courage. Um, yeah, without a doubt. So it obviously, you've been thinking about politics all your life since you were two or three, and we're going to live in that White House. Um, but was it a moment in time that made you decide to throw your hat in the ring? Or is it just one of those like, okay, today's the day or something, some tipping point that made you say, you know what, I'm going to do this. There was absolutely a, a night that my husband and I watch um, the news, uh, politics, read articles and stuff together. We're always debating them and, and conversing about them. He is a Democrat and I am a Republican. And so we have definitely had those conversations. We're both very moderate. We like to have these debates sort of, right. but just conversations about it. And one night, we were saying somebody has to change something. Like if you and I can sit here and come up with solutions that I know my people would love, you know, your people would love, like our community would be better for this. We have to find somebody who's willing to run. We have to find somebody who's willing to be that common sense candidate. And I got up and I, I walked across the room for something and I walked past a mirror. And for some reason, as I glanced over, it occurred to me, why can I expect someone else to run when you're right here? You have the ideas you're, you're a person, you could be this person and do this. Why are you expecting somebody else to put themselves out there if you're not willing to stand up and do it? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And it's usually that, you know, you get, you remember like, it's one of those memories ingrained forever, like walking past the mirror and it's like, why not? And why not today? And why not you? And you did it. So how'd you feel once you committed to doing it? Well, I got to say it wasn't an overnight commitment. That's for sure. So it was going back to my husband and saying, what would you think if I did this? Like, would you support me? Would you be okay with it? Because it puts his life on display also. Yeah. You know, it makes our life very public and, and even for a local office. I mean, people still know who you are. And so it was, could that work for us? Would it work for our family? Would the time commitment work for us? Because it's a lot of work and how would we make that happen? And he was very, very supportive. I mean, immediately he was like, yes, do it. I'm absolutely behind you. Um, I said, I've got your vote, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> he said, yes. Good question. <laughs> right? You know, you got to know these things. Um, and so he said, absolutely. And, you know, then talking to my parents and talking to my sister and just saying, you know, what do you guys think about this? you know, because it could potentially at some point put your life on display also. And they were all like, no, you know, this is something that you've always been meant to do. And we've always just been waiting for you to do it. And we're very supportive. My friends, um, you know, I know you and I talked about it very early when yeah. I was looking into it and um, talking to all the different groups I'm in and talking to my employer, would, would they be okay with it? Because, you know, it's going to come back on them. The first right. thing when I announced, what did somebody do? They went on Twitter and said, we're never eating at a lost dog again, as long as they support Republican liars like Sarah White. I hadn't even said anything yet. Like I literally just filled out the paperwork and it, it's, how does this even happen? So, um, you know, it was a process of deciding. It wasn't an overnight decision, but you know, it just, I, I got more excited. Each person I talked to, each person that was excited with me. And, and so we filled out the paperwork. That's awesome. And went forward and you're gonna keep going. So yay. And it's interesting, you know, talking about, you know, making those decisions. Um, me doing this podcast was one of those kind of was in the back of my mind and should I do it? Should I not? And you were actually one of the first people I shared the idea with. Um, and I'll never forget the moment talking about it. I was trying to distract you. You were in the hospital uh -huh. and we were walking down the hallway and I'm telling you this idea and you're like, yeah, do it. But you were one of the first people that was like, okay, you should do this. So 
you're part of the beginning. So you were one on my list from the beginning to share. <laughs> I love that. And, and I love that conversation. And you could see your passion for doing it. And when you told me the story about your father, it, it just made so much sense. So I'm very excited that you've done this. Yeah, it's one step at a time for sure. We're getting there though. So back to you and your um, courageous story. Is there anything in life maybe that you regretted not doing? Because often, you know, that voice in our head, we say do it. And then the second voice that scares us to death and we don't have the courage to say yes. Right, Anything? absolutely. So um, there's definitely, I've, I wish I had seen more of this planet. I wish I had gone on more trips and, and I used to be so afraid, not of, not of planes necessarily, though I don't understand how they stay in the sky, just going to be honest. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but, like one of those things my brain can't go to. Right. But I, um, I didn't do as much traveling as I wish I had. And, and I was fortunate that eventually I got over that. And one of my friends from Ukraine took me with her to stay in Ukraine for five weeks from the Outer Banks. You know, it's slow in the winter. And, and so we yeah. just went there for five weeks. And I loved it so much that the next year I went back for two more weeks without her and visited her family and the friends I'd made. And, and so I wish I had started that sooner and had seen more things by now. But we have added a trip to Italy in October, so I'm getting back on track. Yay! Italy's amazing. I remember you saying you're doing that. You're going to love it. Okay. You know, and it's just like you move into the Outer Banks. Like, you just had that conversation. You just did it. And that's what this podcast is about. It's just having courage to do those things that so many people regret not doing and spend years like oh, I should have, I would have. And, you know, the travel thing, you can always add that. And um, you just never know what, what life's going to present, but being able to say, yes, when I went to Italy a couple of years ago, um, my brother wanted to give my mom a trip and we decided end of July. He's like, well, I'll pay for her to go, but who's going to go with her? And I'm like, well, I will. And we decided at the end of July, beginning of August, we were on an airplane in October. And yeah, I had to work a little harder to make the money, but oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did. Right. And it'll be a memory we'll have forever and ever and ever. Oh, that's so awesome. I, I always ask the question, like if you were going to give somebody else advice, encouragement on being brave and courageous and just saying, why not today? What would you say? So I don't know if you've ever jumped out of a plane. No, <laughs> but, um, I, I never planned to. And a friend of mine said, Hey, I want to do this. Will you please go with me? And I said, yes. And then, you know, you get to the day of, and one thing that I found got me out the door of the plane because I, you know, I was clearly not thrilled about it once I got there and, and realized that this might be crazy, um, was that I didn't think so much about it. I didn't, you know, like if there's something that you're absolutely terrified, if you focus on the parts of it, that don't scare you, you know, it didn't scare me to be in the plane. It didn't scare me to have a parachute on and the, the being out there feeling like you're flying didn't scare me. It was actually just getting off the ledge. Right. So focus on the parts that intrigue you focus on the parts that excite you and make you want to be there and want to do it. And, you know, maybe save the scary parts for surprise yourself a little bit, you know, get there, you know, some things you have to plan for. I had to plan my first speech before I gave it, but I could concentrate on the fact that I had a message I loved and I had people in front of me supporting me. Like, don't so much concentrate on the fact that, am I going to pronounce all the words right? Am I going to say something dumb? Am I going to forget a line? Don't right. concentrate on that part. Concentrate on the parts that you do feel comfortable with and the rest will come. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I always talk, teach people or taught people is think about the outcome. Think about how you're going to feel after you've done it, not how you're going to feel doing it or it's putting two, one foot in front of the other, but think about the outcome when you're done and how you're going to feel. And then 
you know, in your life and what I do, we bless people. We can make a difference in someone's lives. So like that speech, you maybe you'll have a uh, pronounce something wrong or say something wrong or maybe say too many ums or us or whatever. But what if you touch one person and can change, even if you don't get elected, which I'm sure you will, um, but if you can just change one person's life or encourage one person, and that's one thing I want this podcast to do is encourage people to just do those things. And they could be big, like running for election. God bless you. I don't think I'm there yet. Or it could be, you know, something little teeny tiny, but in all those little things we do add up. I remember for me, when I graduated from college, I had to take a public speaking class and I almost did not graduate because I was terrified. And now, you know, step-by-step, little-by-little doing things, you know, I've spoke to huge crowds and I have no problem with it. And one of my dreams and desires is to speak at a Mary Kay event in front of five, 10,000 people. But, you know, you got to take it one step at a time. And that's how you get that courage and are able to say, why not today? Well, and one of the things I hear you saying is set realistic expectations for yourself. Yeah. You know, if you set big expectations, you know, I'm going to go out, I'm going to run for office and I'm president next year you're setting yourself up for failure and disappointment. But when you do set yourself up for, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to give the best speech that I know how to give today. And hopefully it impacts somebody's life in a positive way. And you set that realistic expectation, like you're going to feel good about it. You're going to be successful and it's going to set you up for the next one. Right. Exactly. One step at a time. Um, So yeah, with this podcast, it's exactly what I'm doing. I hadn't figured it out and I haven't figured all of it out. It's like every two weeks we're releasing a new one. So come listen to another one um, every, every, every other Saturday, we're going to have them. And so every time I release one, I'm trying to add a new little uh, tool in my tool be- belt of how to do this. So um, we do have some fun swag or merchandise that we're working on. I have, and you can't see, but Sarah can see it, cups that say oh, my today with my dad's logo on it. I've got t-shirts I've made, um, vinyls for, I've got one on my car. So um, computer, so trying to, and we have stickers. So if anybody wants a sticker, I've got plenty of stickers to give away too, um, if you want to promote this. But yeah, just trying to get the word out and encourage people just to say, why not today and be courageous. So one of the questions I ask you, Sarah, and I always do on the podcast is connect you. How can you connect back to my dad? And right before we started the recording, you, you said, have I met your dad? I'm like, you may, maybe somewhere, somehow, but he actually did pass away nine years ago. So I didn't know you then, but, you know, trying to figure out how the connections work, um, where you're connected. Well, I could find a couple things in our conversation. One, you're involved in Tyson's Mm. in the Tyson's chamber and your lost dog. You have one close to Tyson's. Well, my dad was a city planner and worked with the redevelopment of Tyson's. Um, You definitely remind me of my dad, just being courageous to be involved in the community and make a difference. Um, he actually started the Reston Chamber, which I know you're involved in chambers, um, not because he had local business, but he started the chamber because he wanted to make a difference. And he was raising six kids in the Reston community and wanted to have the resources for us as a family. And I didn't realize what he'd done and a difference he'd made until he actually had a stroke and was in the hospital. And literally, I would be walking down the street and people were like, how's your dad doing? I'm like, first of all, who are you? And how do you know that's my dad? You know. <laughs> But he made a name and he made a presence known. Um, it's funny, I have nieces and nephews that grew up in Sterling and they volunteered at the Y in Reston one time and their hoodie had cane on the back of it. And my niece and nephew are like, why do people know who we are? I'm like, because your grandfather made a difference and said, why not today in lots of areas. 
and made a difference. So um, yeah, so that's what this is about. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And I wish I lived in Falls Church to vote for you because I would absolutely vote for you. But we're going to share this with other people. So if you're listening today and you want to know more about Sarah, Sarah, if you want to give me your contact info, I haven't figured out how to do show notes, but I'll figure that out. (laughs) Um, And people can reach out. And Sarah's doing all kinds of fun things like putting together a list of Northern Virginia events and groups. Um, She is everywhere. I don't know how the heck you do it. And you were still everywhere and you were in the hospital and sick for months. So (laughs) how you do it but you do it um and so yeah if you want to share your information and if people if you want to listen to this share it with friends we're on spotify um itunes i can share share the link as i said we've got some swag and stuff if you want a t-shirt if you want a cup let me know and this you'll be this will be released on saturday the 16th of april we'll have another one in two weeks so thanks again sarah and anything you want to add I would just say thank you again for having me here. I do want to just mention that I get everywhere because of my calendar. So if you are in Northern Virginia looking for events, go to sarahscalendar.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-S calendar.com. And uh, I look forward to seeing you at an event soon. Yay. So yeah, I'll check that out too. So thanks again. Thanks everybody for listening and share your story of what you did and said when you said, why not today? <laughs>